15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico's. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Run. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show today. We are going to have a great show for you today. We have a packed show, so I need to go ahead and get busy real quick. But beforehand, let me just kind of salute the, the, the early comers. Uh, Michael Rudden, I still have a sore throat, intermittent cough, ENT docs appointment tomorrow, review CT scan, and I slept on my hand a couple of days. It's uh, jammed my finger. It isn't feeling right trying to use my keyboard and mouse as little as possible. We need you 100%. We need you 100%. Michael Rudden, Arctic is setting low sea ice and high temperature records. The last time the Arctic was this warm, three million years ago, sea levels were 50 feet higher. We're soon to enter a climate paradigm, and you know it. And you know, these things can happen like that. So we better watch out. Things are coming. I hear, uh, I'll read some of what you have to say later. Welcome aboard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard. Howdy, howdy. Nanette Bird-Smith, welcome aboard Tank 28. Welcome aboard Bridge MCP. Welcome aboard Michael Rudnan, of course. Welcome aboard. Okay, we have a full show. So let me go ahead and get started real quick. Jacoby G, welcome aboard. Hola, como estas? What is going on? We have a lot of stuff to talk about. And here's what we're going to talk about today. Let me get it on screen. Title of the show. Author, educator Cedric Keeler is with us today. Great inspirational talking about uh, the election and also his new book. Uh, Michael Moore on line slides, Suburban Women Want Biden More. Cedric Keeler visits us with an urgent message for this election. Michael Moore is feeling positive. Suburban women are, t- are talking and more. Michael Re- Reynolds. I'm in Norman Reynolds. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard. Okay. Here are the topics. First, Farid Zakaria contrasts China's recovery from COVID to U.S. willful failure. Topic number two, Mark Meadows makes it clear that the Trump administration will do nothing about COVID-19. Topic number three, here is today's latest Trump super spreader event in Pennsylvania. Topic number four, the suburban women make it clear why Biden is their choice. Topic number five, Michael Moore, nervous but thinks the landslide is on the horizon. And Dave, number, let's see, let me see, let me see, let me see. David, number six, right? David Wasserman uh, from Cook's Political Report has some bad news for Donald Trump. And Cedric Keeler, educator, activist, radio, media host, and author of the book, You Are Powerful, is with us. Let's see, Michael Ronis, that finger snap moment will happen the year the Arctic goes ice-free, due around 2035, known as the Blue Ocean Event. And that's a dangerous thing. Lee Grant, welcome aboard. Congrats to ACB. We need a conservative Supreme Court. No, we don't. No, we don't, but we'll talk about that. Anyhow, let's go ahead and get busy and get started. First one, Farid Sakaria. He presented at a piece. I had to cut it up to get it to the right size. But I want you to listen to how China handled the virus, how we are handling it. Science versus stupidity. Science versus indoctrination. Science versus those who believe 
they can just will things into happening. Let's listen to what Farid had to say and then move on from there. This week, when Beijing announced that its economy grew 4.9% in the third quarter, it merely confirmed the sense of recovery that has been felt for months by China observers. New construction is changing skylines across the country, and malls and restaurants are full of patrons, including in the original COVID-19 epicenter of Wuhan. And the Chinese are starting to enjoy movies again in actual theaters, an experience that still just seems like a dream for many Americans. All of this was unthinkable six months ago. In the first quarter of the year, China had the biggest economic slowdown it had ever recorded, a 6.8% contraction. Now the IMF predicts that China will be the only major economy to experience positive GDP growth in 2020. So how did it recover? Partly it's a matter of timing. China dealt with the virus first, so China opened first. But there was much more to it. First, Beijing prioritized opening up its industrial sector much earlier than the consumer economy. Companies were given rebates and loans so they could open factories and make payroll. Then there was China's economic stimulus. It was far lower as a percentage of GDP than those of the United States and Europe, as the World Bank points out. But it was strategically directed, prioritizing infrastructure. The plan worked. By mid-year, industrial production was up, way up over the year before. By September, it was up 6.9% over the 20. Even with all that production, consumers were still not consuming. Chinese retail spending didn't start growing again until August, despite billions in coupons distributed by local governments and business. The broader lesson, however, is that China's economic success was less because of how it handled the COVID-19 slowdown and more how it handled the COVID-19 virus. Beijing implemented extremely rigorous mass testing and contact tracing as well as intrusive quarantines to ensure that the infection did not spread. And so, with the virus largely vanquished, life has resumed. People are comfortable leaving the house to shop or even to crowd the Great Wall of China. Today, most economists continue to be bullish on Beijing. Its third quarter GDP numbers, to remind you, 4.9% growth, are the only bright spot, the only engine of growth in the entire global economy. And it offers a simple lesson. If you get control of the disease, your economy will bounce back. Alas, that is a big if for most countries in the world, including the United States of America. And that is a shame, right? I mean, we know what the answer is. We know what to do. Stay, uh, put masks on, number one, numero uno, wear those masks. Numero dos, we know what we have to do. But we refuse to do it because, you know, and, and here's, a, here's a, the, the sad thing about it, right? The wealthy people, the rich people, the people who have full control of, of what to do, whether they can live a pretty safe life testing and sanitizing, etc. Yeah, Trump got it, but Trump got the best care. Yes, uh, gover- the, the former governor of New Jersey got it. Chris Christie got it. But yes, he could get the best health care. And a whole lot of that goes around, right? But most of the rich people aren't even going to get it because they don't have to be politically inclined and going around folks to try to create... Uh, create some sort of a false image. Folks, we know what to do. And the fact of the matter that we have leaders dealing with us as children. In other words, we are we have leaders that are childish, leaders that are that are not acting at science based and it's not that they don't know it's willful ignorance for particular gain in a in an economic system. Let's understand exactly what is happening here. 
This is wanting to make sure that the masses, irrespective of the kind of health care that they are privy to, will get the opportunity to continue working to keep an economy sufficiently going for those on top who doesn't have the risk of getting this disease. Okay, second one. And if you want to see why we are in this state, Mark Meadows yesterday went on to CNN. And what did he do on CNN yesterday? He made a fool of himself, but you know what? He made his people very happy. In other words, we have no solution for this problem. Zero. Zilch. The the Trump administration just wants this stuff to go away. Herd immunity. As many people, be damned. Die, be damned. Check this out. So here's what we have to do. We're not going to control the pandemic. We are going to control the fact that we get uh, vaccines, therapeutics, and other mitigation Why aren't we going to get control of the because, pandemic? But because it is a contagious virus, just like the flu. Yeah, but why not make contag- efforts to contain it? Well, we are making efforts to contain it. By and, running and all over the country and not wearing a mask? Jake, That's what the vice president is doing. We can, we can get doing. into the back, back and forth. Let, let me just say this is what we need to do is make sure that we have the proper mitigation factors, whether it's therapies or vaccines or treatments, to make sure that people don't die from this. But to suggest that we're going to actually quarantine all of America, lock down our economy. No one's saying that. Well, they are. Joe Biden's saying that. He says, lock everybody down. We're going to have a dark dark winter. We're going to have a dark winter. That's what health officials say. That's what health officials say, that it's going to get worse. No, no, that's Joe Biden's days. Jake, you, in let's terms be of honest. Let's, Friday let's, and Saturday. Let, let's be honest here. The, the health officials did not say dark winter. Those were Joe Biden's words. When he was we look at the inc- a health official, uh, when, I think he when, was quoting when, William when, Hazeltine. When we look, when we look at the number of cases increasing, what we have to do is make sure that we fight it with therapeutics and vaccines. Take proper mitigation factors in terms of social distancing and masks when we can. And when we when we look at this. Well, we're, we're going to defeat it, Jake, because what we are, we're Americans. We do that. And this president is leading while Joe Biden is sitting there Mark, suggesting the, that we're going to mandate the president is we, This president is leading while Joe Biden is trying to mandate masks. Even in his critique of, of Joe Biden, even in his critique of Joe Biden, he shows how inept he is. Somehow doing the right thing is a wrong Somehow doing the right thing you should feel concerned about. I really want you guys to check that out. That is what he's saying. You know, these guys have made a, a made an art of turning what's good into bad. And then it gets it, it, it goes ahead and hits the American population, and suddenly they have a warped di- direction. So the one thing that I go out and I said I was on a comedy show last night, you know, a great uh, show here in Houston where you 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 know they were interviewing me on my book and on the politics that I do here and the activism. And every time they ask me a few questions, they'll ask me a few questions for about five, seven, eight minutes, and then they'll do a skit. All of this is online. It's great. It, it's uh, what do they? It's a com- not a. Uh, it's a, it's a comedy show. I'm going to start advertising their comedy show because it's really neat. Uh, what do you call those things? Do you go at a, to a stand-up comedy show and you say something and then they create a complete story about it? Anyhow, we talked about that, right? But we have to get out of the modal that people that are misleading us can continue to do so. One of the reasons I refuse to hate on my right-wing uh, brothers and sisters 
is because I understand how pow- improv. Thank you, Michael Rodman. It was an improv last night. I've got the smartest people out here, man. Even as this brain sometimes going to decline, I get these smart folks that and satirical too. Absolutely. Anyhow, but this was the improv. Uh, anyhow, folks. So so here's the deal. Here's the deal. Um, uh, if if you want to see why we really have to get to everybody, our people, not only when I say our people, I'm not talking just progressives. I'm talking our people, rank and file Americans, because you'll you'll continue to have this behavior here. The president completely disregarding humanity and doing this to the people who adore him. Remember, these people love Donald Trump. These people think Donald Trump is their savior. For what reasons? There are many reasons. Some reasons are, some of them are racist and think he's their white savior. Some of them are economic, thinks he's going to make their economy better. Some of them think that he's going to give them that, that character that some men have been losing. But we know all of that is false. He's just using them. And this is one of the biggest forms of use possible. Check this out. This, this hurts. This makes you want to cry for those cheering people who likely would want to cut my throat out. Check this out. Most of these people are not wearing masks. They, uh, some of the people behind President Trump do put on masks, but they're packed in here very close together. It's hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands, several thousand people here. They're very energized and very supportive of the president. And despite the campaign's efforts to encourage people to put on masks as they come in here, not very very many people are wearing them, Katie, as you could just say. Now, I'm just sorry that the reporter said what she said. She said because even as the campaign asked them to wear masks, they don't want to wear masks. No, the, the campaign is saying wear masks, wink, wink. Look at what we do. Look at what we do. We don't like masks. We don't even think if masks work. Look at just the day before Mark Meadows, the chief of staff for the president, is announcing, oh, uh, Joe Biden just wants to mandate masks. We want to. What is that? And that is what we're talking about. This is why we got to talk to everybody because he's killing everybody. And if he's infecting all those right-wingers, right? Those right-wingers are in contact with us too. They breathe the same air. They dump the same the, the, the cluster of viruses that many others are going to breathe in. As Rich, as the piece that I did with uh, uh, a piece of Rachel Maddow I did a few days ago, she pointed out a very a, a very inconvenient fact, and that is that Donald, where whenever Donald Trump has a big meeting and he leaves. There's a spike in coronavirus. So think about that. That is what our presidente is doing. That is what President Donald J. Trump is doing. But you know what, people? Start to feel good. Start to feel well. Start to feel that things really may be turning. A a good friend of mine, a brother of mine, uh, sent me an email today and he said, Egberto, I saw another poll today. And this particular poll, the Rasmussen poll, says that Donald Trump is up by one. Folks, research the Rasmussen poll. Very unreliable and likely it was a a hit job to attempt to bolster, to keep the, the morale up for the people on the right, to get them to not understand that this thing is supposed to be a route. Now, before I go into that and before I put my foot into my mouth, 
This message is sponsored by Amazon. I want to get back to kissing the cheeks of my grandbabies, making Sunday dinner with a house full of family and lots of laughs. <laughs> COVID-19 has changed how we live and how we feel, but now there are vaccines. It's okay to have questions. Now get the facts. Visit GetVaccineAnswers.org so you can make an informed decision about COVID-19 vaccines. It's up to you. Brought to you by the Ad Council. Start your day right with daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. It contains vitamins and nutrients like zinc, vitamin D3, and vitamin C. It comes in three great flavors, ultra orange, pineapple apricot, and pink watermelon. All this comes in a convenient, portable bottle that takes just seconds to drink. No mixing required. Daily immune support plus extra strength 5-hour energy. Get it today at your local HEB store. So let me just say this, folks. It is going to be a route only if and only, if and only you go out there and vote like you know you want to, like you know what you want in your elected officials. There is no excuse not to go out there and vote. Coronavirus, yes, it's out there. Put your mask on. Put your mask on. Egberto, uh, Hope Bleeker says, Egberto Willis, are they voting in Harris County in big numeros? Mi corazón, Hope Bleeker, let me tell you. We are voting in record numbers in Harris County. Harris County has 4 million people. I think it's 2 million voters. Over 1 million has already voted. So I think by the time it's all over, we're probably going to have 75% of the Harris County vote in by Friday, which is when early voting ends. Harris County is on fire. The good thing is Harris County is one of those bellwether counties in the country, which means we have that right mix of Republicans and Democrats and independents, etc. So we are a good bellwether for the country, and it's doing very, very well. In fact, Harris County... Uh, Harris County, Bear County, El Paso County, uh, Tarrant County, and Travis County is leaving or making putting into belief that just maybe Texas is really going to turn blue this time around. We can hope. But folks, you have to go out there. If you're hearing my voice, go out there and vote. If you're hearing my voice, tell another friend to go out there and vote. If you're feeling concerned, if you're feeling a little bit scared, call a friend, call several friends and check to make sure they have voted. Ask them, have you voted? No or not? Tell them they vote. If they say, I don't have any way to get there, go pick them up and take them to vote. We have to vote. We have to put our grown-up clothes on and go to vote. The one thing that the Trump sycophants do is they vote. They're not the majority, but they're the most dedicated. We need to be dedicated for the things that we know are best for this entire country. Let's do it, brothers and sisters. And by the way, if you're a Republican, come on, go, go vote your interest for a change. Remember, your vote is, it, when you go into that place to vote, it's only you, the machine, and God knows who voted. You, the machine, and God. So you can go into that place and vote and tell your friends, yeah, I had to get rid of that liberal if you want to. A couple of my Republicans' friends tell me that's the kind of stuff they got to do because they work. One says, I, Egberto, I can't just come out and say that. I work for the oil company, Egberto. I can't do that. You know, I can't really do that. So let me tell you guys. So whether you're Republican or whoever you are, go out there and vote. Anyhow, check this out. Because uh, these suburban women give us hope. 
that this is going to be reflected throughout the country. Check it out. Chris Chansing, you are in Ohio. You've been talking to suburban women. What you're learning? We've learned that a lot of suburban women who had never been involved in politics before, Katie, are suddenly activists. And as you know, it was suburban women who helped put Donald Trump over the top. Now, by 23 points, they prefer Joe Biden. What was it? Coronavirus is one thing. We were just talking about the impact of that that really got you on Team Biden. Tell us why. Yeah, it was just so discouraging to see the leader of our country not take it seriously. You know, in one sense, he was saying it's not a big deal and it's just going to go away. And then we find out he was even lying about that, knowing the danger and not wanting to tell us. Have you ever been activist before? Never. Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> okay, Cindy, mm -hmm. conservative Christian, mm -hmm. is it true you have been in anti-Planned Parenthood marches? Yes. And now, Joe Biden, what happened? What turned you? very clear that the Trump presidency has been a disaster in every single way. The George Floyd killing was just so horrific. Our racial reconciliation process is, is useless. Um, I just saw so many problems in our whole nation and I thought, nope, we, this is not going to work again. I've got to look around. And of course, a Democrat, uh, the abortion issue was so hard for me. But once I began researching and realizing how the democratic process works, a, a president can't shut down abortion tomorrow. Donald Trump is not the savior of the universe. So it became very clear that I could look at another way of voting and having a kinder, more um, of the soul of our nation would be resuscitated. And Megan, my daughter-in-law. Who flipped you, yes, by the way. Yes, My sons and their daughters have just been so kind and educating and saying, have you read this article? What do you think about this? And they weren't at all um, superior or shaming or mom, you're so, you know, they were just so kind. And it became, um, it became clear that there was another path. I could uh, break that uh, Republican evangelical uh, white upper middle class place that I had lived in for so long. And, 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 and what you all are doing is sort of yes. representative of that because yes. they're not just texting numbers that they got from the DNC, Katie, or from the Biden campaign. They're texting their friends that they know have not voted yet because it is the start of a conversation for them in getting them to go to the polls. We have one woman here whose husband never used to vote. She got him to start voting. So it's this process and obviously, it's critically important in a place like this. In fact, I just got off the phone with a pollster, Katie, here in Ohio. This is a county, Delaware County, where Donald Trump won by 16 points. Suburban women are turning here. And what he told me is if Joe Biden keeps it close, if you see early in the night that in suburban red districts like this, Joe Biden is keeping it closer, even moving ahead, that is going to be extremely telling both about who wins Ohio and the power of suburban women, Katie. Absolutely so. So as it turns out, as suburban women are turning uh, away from Donald Trump because of, the, uh, of waking up, seeing that if you really want to have a good life, you have to have a progressive life. They won't say that exactly there. You notice uh, what, what, the, what the conservatives have done is they've made conservative and abortion issue a, almost a single issue. And by doing that, they fooled people into voting against their interests economically and otherwise. 
uh, these women are seeing the light. Now, Michael Moore is happy. You know, if Michael Moore is happy, I am happy. Michael Moore is starting to see the see what's starting to develop. I am starting to see that as well. I'm telling you because both of us back in in the Hillary days were saying Hillary ran the risk of losing in the electoral college, and 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 I I started talking about landslide. I think back in July. And he wasn't there yet. He's there now, so now I'm happy. Check this out, and then we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll take it on the other side. Our guest, Michael Moore, remains with us. Michael, I'm going to put on the screen some of the early figures from young voters where there is early vote in battleground states. And these numbers, you almost have to double-check that they're real. They have so over-indexed. This time around, this is voters age 18 to 29, Florida, North Carolina, Michigan, compared to 2016. Michael, perhaps being at home in a pandemic has its privileges. Perhaps they have been forced to listen to Grandpa Randy Pants uh, talk about uh, uh, how the country's going to hell in a handbasket. Um, but let's hear it for the youngs over-indexing on the vote. Yeah is what uh, the Republicans are hoping for, hidden Trump vote. There was a lot of that in 2016. Pollsters didn't detect all of it in 2016. It sounds to me from your first answer before our break that you're counting on a an almost equal, if not overwhelming, hidden pandemic reaction vote. I don't know. I don't think it'll be equal. Uh, that youth vote is incredible. I think seriously they... Um, the hidden Republican vote is that look at how Trump has collapsed uh, in Michigan. He uh, Biden was ahead by 16 points in July. He's ahead by anywhere from eight to 10 now. So Trump has closed, uh, gotten tightened up Biden's lead, Biden's lead. So I think that that's why you have to pay close attention to this. Not all Trump voters are going to tell people on the phone that they're voting for Trump. Having said that, the possibility of this tsunami is incredible. People have had to live through this this um, uh, coronavirus. I, Brian, when that when those numbers came on today, that eighty two thousand have died in the last twenty four hours. It's like eight hundred to a thousand a day, and now you had I think Dr. Redliner was on earlier saying that this could go up to twenty five hundred a day dying. Um, and, when, and you look at Dr. Redliner's numbers from Columbia University, where if we had done what South Korea had done, uh, the, the, the total number of dead would have been 2,000 and something. If we'd done what Japan had done, it'd be 4,000 and something. If we'd done what Australia had done, we'd have 11,000 dead. 200 and almost 25,000 people now dead. This is why Trump's going down. And this is why everybody, regardless of what they feel about anything now, has to come out and vote for Joe Biden to, to, to slay the monster here. This has to end. The, the possibility of us getting to a million dead in 2021, now you can see the path to it if Trump gets four more years. Jeff yeah. Flake, senator from Arizona, op-ed today said, we can't vote for uh, Trump because four more years of him, we won't have a, a Republican Party. That's an op-ed that's four years too late. The Republican Party has to pay for this along with Trump. They enabled him, they're sycophants, and, and they, they allowed this to happen. And we are losing people, and we're going to lose more people as a result of this. We, we, there's everybody yes. off the bench. Everybody. 
Everybody off the bench, go vote. Okay, this is a quick time. Give me about two minutes here to do the plug for my show. If you are on Facebook, or rather if you are on YouTube, please consider hitting that join button and becoming a part of our family or part of our, our, our YouTube posse. As well, you can click on that, that little dollar sign there and provide a super chat or super whatever you want to and, and, and send me a message that you want me to go and put out there. So again, if you're on YouTube, you can do that. If you're not on YouTube, but you want to join our YouTube posse, I am putting that link inside of the uh, chat right now, which is at politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. That is politicsdoneright.com slash YouTube. Now, do you see that little uh, that book on the screen? We have, if we are going to really convince people to do things, we have to know how to talk to them. We have to learn how to talk to them. So I ask you so kindly to go ahead and consider getting my book. The book is called uh, "It's Worth It: How to Talk to Your Right Wing Relatives, Friends, and Relatives, Friends and Neighbors." And you, here's the link that I'm putting into the chat as we speak. That is on Amazon. You can also buy it directly from us at our store where we have T-shirts, cups, and all that good stuff to help us keep this program on air. You can go to politicsdoneright.com slash store. That is politicsdoneright.com slash store. And you can get things like our book, which is that one that I just told you about. It's worth it how to talk to your right-wing neighbors. You can also get, as I see it, Class Warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. And you learn all about our economy in a very easy-to-understand manner. And, of course, you know, I had weight problems in the past. I licked it by doing it my way. And reading this, you can do it your way. Anyhow, so, I mean, all these books have two purposes, right? Hey, Bruce says he's got two of my books. Thank you, Brother Bruce. Um, the thing about it, the reason I, I, I wrote the two political books because I had something to say not only on our economy, on how to do a better economy, in, uh, in, in a more egalitarian economy, and this one, of course, how do we communicate that? Now, we have another one coming, How to Make America Utopia. I've been working on that and promising that one for a long time, but, you know, it requires a lot of a lot of lot of stuff i'm going to get back into that one and that's probably going to be the next within the next two books that i that i release so please go ahead and go to politicsunright.com slash store uh to get get our stuff uh you can also support us via paypal going to politicsunright.com slash paypal that is politicsunright.com slash paypal i just put that on the screen or become a patron we are in so much desperate need of getting more patrons so please go to politicsdoneright.com slash Patreon and that that has a whole it's whole set of it has its own gift structure uh, our YouTube thing's gonna give you things like you get the interviews before it comes out and we'll have live chat sometimes we haven't had the, the October live chat yet uh, we'll probably have the October live chat before the end of the week which means the 31st or something like that anyhow um, and, and please go ahead and get the book anyhow um I'm going to leave out the, the number. I have two other videos, but I want to go to Cedric Keeler, and then we'll come back and do the rest. So here is Cedric Keeler, who is a very inspirational young man. Welcome to one more edition of Politics and Right. I'm Egberto Willis, your host. I'm honored here to be with a young man that I have the utmost respect for, yes. Cedric Keeler. Cedric Keeler is uh, for, first and foremost a Houston a national activist, numero uno. Numero dos, he's the host of 
a conscious mindset at Cape at KPFT, a Pacifica Network station. But what I have always admired Cedric the most for is his work within uh, the community, the school district, as an educator, where he doesn't only talk. You have a lot of folks that only talk, but he's a part of it. Cedric, how are you doing today, my brother? You know what? As I said before, it's a privilege, pleasure, and honor to be in your presence. Uh, you are a light worker, a beacon of hope. And as I said before, brother, you are doing the necessary things uh, that are keeping us woke in a real way and authentically giving us information that's helping us become uh, more activated and engaged and more aware of the importance of our participation in creating not only a better nation, uh, but a more perfect and perfected union. Uh, so as uh, the quote was stated by uh, a wonderful speaker by the name of Richard M. DeVos, he says, few things in the world are more powerful than a positive push. And that's what you bring, brother, and a smile. And hopefully that's what we're going to bring tonight to the folk out there. Because he goes on to say, he says, a world of optimism and hope. Hey, you can do it. That kind of spirit will overcome all of those things that are tough. All of those things that are challenging. All of those things that we thought were difficult will be able to not only overcome, but come to a greater understanding of ourselves, our purpose, and the well-being of our nation. So I'm happy, I'm excited, I'm motivated, I'm elated, I'm ready to rock and roll because I'm engaged, because uh, I'm on politics done right. All right, we're going to- One of the most righteous brothers on the planet. Let me tell you something. First of all, though, I appreciate that. Today, it's all about you. So yeah. I, 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 I want to get, uh, get a little bit deeper. You just recently wrote a book and yes, the book is going to be on on this interview as well yes, sir. and you know in going through the book today uh you and i have been in contact for a long time there is the book excellent yes, you are powerful by cedric oh, keeler it is at amazon please folks go ahead and support all these activists by getting their book and reading the book now that book you used uh, over the years Yes, I've learned a lot from you. I, I would pick up every morning. I would be waiting for this message. Okay. There's a message that I got every morning from you on, on a text. I guess I was on your text roll. Yes, and sir. it would always give an inspirational message. Yes, sir. And that message would take you through the day. And I remember replying to the text one time and I say, don't stop sending these, brother, because I, I, I read every one of them. And guess what? I open your book. And notice that some of that inspiration is in 365 pages of right. your book. That's I mean, right. I mean, I tell 365 of those messages in your book. And I was like, wow, that it is a book that really empowers. So uh, tell us a Tell us a little bit about it. So, 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 so what it is, is uh, we were talking with uh, our dear friend, and hopefully he can come on your program if he hasn't already. His name is uh, Stephen Schwartz, and he's a scientist. And uh, he and I had a uh, dialogue and discussion, and he was talking about the importance of meditation. And I'd been meditating for years and, you know, learning about it, studying Phil Jackson because he used it with Zen uh, with some of his uh, players, not only with the Chicago Bulls and the six championships that they won, but also with the L.A. Lakers and the three championships that they won as well. Uh, so it was very effective in engaging his players to get outside of the ills and the ego and all of the things that separate us from our natural peace and our state of mind. 
right? So I was able to learn from these things. And in talking to Mr. Schwartz or scientist Schwartz, he said the most key and important thing is the morning and how we can begin to program ourselves to not only focus on those things that we must do, but to focus on those things that are even more important, which is the positive energy we must begin to reflect, resonate, and express so that we can begin to manifest and create those positive things. I know a lot of people have talked uh, about a lot of self-help and a lot of positivity and all of those things are greater grand and gravy. But one of the things that really emanated in my mind is he was sharing the scientific data, but he was talking about ourselves even respond to energy that is of a higher vibration and it made me begin to think thoughts are things, thoughts are vibrations. The words that you hear coming out of my mouth, they're vibrations and they're going inside your ear and processed by your brain, right? But they're not only coming out of my mouth, they're also going back in my ear. So the meditations that I began to write 10 years ago were not only for others, because I shared them with others, hopefully to inspire and invigorate and engage and enlighten, hopefully but it was also for me to be able to check myself and to deliver myself and to also be able to hold myself to a higher standard. So in doing that, a friend of mine a few years ago said, hey, why don't you compile them and put them in a book? And I said, I don't know if anybody would want to read anything like that. I mean, there's a litany of things out there, but you know what I did at Berto, I studied and I found there was not uh, a devotional or something that was daily in terms of 365 with meditations that were scientifically uh, driven to get people to focus on the things at which would bring peace, will bring uh, the relaxation as uh, neuroscientists and other doctors I've talked to, talked about our body is either in fight or flight or it's in relaxation. And many times we find ourselves, especially with this political climate, and you know as well as anyone, brother, how important it is uh, to decompress and to debrief from all of this chaos and madness that's ensuing in our society and really all around the world for that matter. But to be able to get into relaxation mode, your brain can begin to process information more effectively, more efficiently. You can become more productive, more constructive. And then even according to uh, uh, John Hopkins, uh, your cells can begin to not only de-stress, but you can begin to lower your blood pressure and eliminate uh, some of the propensity for strokes and cardiac arrest, heart attacks, things of that nature. So you begin to almost transform yourself or renew your mind just by recalibrating in the morning with the meditation, with the prayer, with the moment of silence. And what we were striving to do is to get people to go within and begin to breathe. And then they can be inspired to believe that we can rise higher than the difficulties in which we face. I'll say this and then I'll close my mouth because I've probably been pontificating, signifying too much, but I'm fired up because uh, this is such an important discussion, is inspiration. The word inspiration is Latin and the root of the word is in, in breath. So when we're breathing in the breath, we're not only having life, but the Latin's taught that by breathing in that life, we're able to tap into an energy, to a divinity that will not only give us the ability to be able to process our situations more effectively and correctly, but then we can begin to work with wisdom to bring others in a more collaborative and cooperative manner to begin to change and rectify situations 
with positivity. And that's what we're striving to do. And everyone who has uh, taken a look at the book and used it habitually and used it every single day, which you can do. And that's what we're striving uh, for folk to do. And don't just sit down and read it once. Hopefully you'll read it day by day by day. And then you'll see things begin to chip away. Your sight will become clearer and your insight will become more potent and you will realize that you are powerful. No, I, I am. I was on your show a few, a few days, a few weeks ago. I and love I told you, brother. You, I mean, you, you're the best, man. You're the no, best. But I told you, I told you, I got to get your book. I'd seen your book out there. And then I said, man, I got to go get the book. And then I was glad to get it. But then after starting to read it, I'm like, well, I think for the most part, Cedric has enlightened me with a whole lot of this stuff already. But let, let, me, te- let, let me tell you something. Um, it is great seeing all of this stuff in one place. But you just said something that's important. Anytime I hear the word science, I get excited. Because there are a lot of snake oil salespeople out there trying to tell you, oh, this is how I can make your life better. This is how I can go ahead and make you, uh, you know, get... What I like about the different thoughts that you put out there is that you make sure that people are centered, right? These are all centering messages. But here's the, here's the kicker, because here's how I know it works. The work that I do is very stressful. I work 16 hours a day, and I, do a whole, and I meet, meet a whole lot of people, and, and you know, people, their stresses would normally go on you. But I tell you, the fact that I'm around, the, the fact that I've read a whole lot of your stuff, and it teaches you how to take the best out of every situation, wow. right? So I am with you. I'm enhanced. I am with my audience on politics done right. Uh, both the ones who, who love the show and those who are objecting to much of our progressive, progressive values, they all, I take all the positive energy out of those people. A lot of people ask, how do you tolerate these people, right? Correct. The reason is that I programmed myself using some of your techniques, some of the techniques of others as well, to tell myself, right? I can actually turn, to put it in the old-fashioned way, turn lemons into lemonade, right? right. So um, I, I, think, I think if more of us could just uh, absorb those, those tenets, and not only absorb them, uh, Cedric, but actually live by them and realize that it isn't, it is really scientific. I like the way that you put blood pressure and strokes and all of that in because it is known that certain types of stresses put cortisol into your bloodstream, okay. which Correct. causes problems. So Correct. this is scientific, really. And Correct. the thing about it is, how do you teach people to follow that modal? Go ahead, Mike. Well, the, thing, the thing is this, brother, and you mentioned something that's so apropos and important, is, is that um, this is biological. And the way that we have to understand, and I think it's important that we discuss this because you mentioned snake oil salesmen. People see that this is a billion dollar industry of self-help. And we also know that people are not going to get the correct information from them. So they'll come back for more. All they do is say some good sounding stuff and, you know, pick up a nice little rhyme and maybe use some alliteration and people will come back time and time again because it feels good, but it dissipates because it doesn't deal with the core issues is, is that we cannot continue to think that doing the same things and thinking that things will change is going to work. No, 
We have to do something different and we have to do it with the kind of conviction that causes us to go into the unknown because the comfort zone, or as they used to call it, the dead zone, because nothing grows there. Right. It will stifle our ability and it will keep us in a state of mind that we become stagnant. And in nature, things are growing or they're dying. They're evolving or they're de-evolving, right? They're progressing. And that's why I love how you said progressive ideas. You need to understand that either you're progressing or you're digressing. Right. 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 So that's critically important. So as we begin to deal with these things, and this is what uh, I really love to, to convey to people when people ask me, you know, why did you tie it with that? I said, you are powerful. Right. So this is just a baseline. This is just a template you can use and utilize. And in using it, then you'll begin to tap into the spiritual Wi-Fi, as I like to call it, or the human Wi-Fi for those uh, that prefer that. Introducing touch-free payments from PayPal, a safe way for your customers to pay. Simply download the PayPal app and display your own unique QR code for your customers to scan. Whether you're a market seller, I'll take two tomatoes and a poodle pamperer, <laughs> piano tuner, or plumber, signing up to accept touch-free payments for your business is easy. Touch-free QR code payments. Shop safe with PayPal. I am Loki, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. On June 9th, Marvel Studios' Loki arrives on Disney+. Plus. Loki is insubordinate, stubborn, unpredictable. What did you expect? Marvel Studios' Loki, Wednesday, June 9th on Disney+. Plus. Uh, nomenclature. You tap into that, and then you can begin to elevate and correlate the information with how it best works for you. Because it's not one size fits all but it's being able to tap into who you are and what works best for you and you realizing that you are powerful and knowing and understanding that then gives you the ability to accept yourself because we live in a world that judges us constantly and consistently. As a matter of fact, most of the vehicles and the tools and uh, the modalities that we use are using our data against us are creating algorithms to sell things to us, to persuade us that we are somehow inadequate. So we'll buy the 2020 version. That and then next year, we're going to so buy important. the 2021. That is right? why knowing self is so important because that, that is a magic of capitalism, right? In all, you have to keep producing. You have to keep <laughs> consuming. And <laughs> if you want to have permanent consumption, you have to keep creating needs, whether true or not. Right. If you look at the drug industry, you see that in the drug industry, they have to create all these illnesses. Oh, your foot moves a lot. Right. There's a drug that's for that. Oh, your that's eyes right. blink a lot. There's right. a drug for that. And they that's create right. everything becomes a disease. Now, right. this is politics done right, Cedric. Okay. So we are going right. to evolve a lot of what uh, your, your, your good thoughts and what you do. And by the way, uh, Cedric's program on KPFT is called Conscious mindset. Please right. tell me when ex uh, Sunday nights, uh, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Standard Time. Uh, and you can tap in on uh, the Mighty 90, that's 90.1 KPFT, 89.5 in Galveston, 91.9 in Huntsville, where it's real, or anywhere else on the World Wide Web, kpft.org. And uh, if you prefer to see the video, 
uh, then you can go on Facebook and uh, we always have a show uh, starting at 7.30 p.m. Central Standard Time and going all the way uh, to 12. Uh, but uh, what we're striving to do on that particular program is in, in essence what uh, th this, this book is about because this is the most important time in the history of man, in my opinion. And, and I've done enough study of research of history uh, to be able to comport that with some sense of uh, validity and sincerity uh, because we are faced because you mentioned politics then right we are faced with one of the most important choices in the history of not only our country but every country on this planet and if we do not get this right if we do not focus on what is right if we do not get caught up in the propaganda and get used by the Edward Bernays tactics uh, that are being used by those that would like to submerge us back into a time in which uh, decadence and destruction was normal, in which hatred and uh, xenophobia was natural, and in which you know folk were marginalized and disenfranchised uh, as uh, a birthright. Uh, what we have to do is stand up for what is right, and doing that requires that we begin to elevate our consciousness and not be controlled like lemmings and not be misled like sheep, but we begin to realize that we the people, we the people have the power. And that's why this book is so important. You Are Powerful begins to get us to realize that it's not about our elected officials. It's about us electing the kind of consciousness in which says, this is what we demand. This is what we require. This is what we want you to do. And a lot of people say, oh, that's pie in the sky. It won't work. It's too many CPACs. It's too many uh, lobbyists. It's too many this. It's too many that. But you saw over the course of this summer, my brother, because you well documented it, because I watched numerous of your shows and gleaned an enormous amount of information and saw how the people got in the streets and saw how the young people engaged on social media and saw how so many people were activated and engaged and totally committed with a sense of efficacy hadn't seen since the 60s. That's a tongue twister right there. But uh, it was so important for us to realize uh, that we have the power, that we are the ones that we're waiting for, waiting on, and there's no more time to wait or waste. Uh, because we have 86,400 seconds, 1,440 minutes that we're so blessed with. And that's why we call it the present, because it is a present. And it's a gift that we have to give our focus, our attention, our tenacity, our sagacity, our veracity, to be able to create the kind of reality that we can give to our grandchildren. Because I know, dear brother, you have a wonderful daughter. I had an opportunity to meet her and your lovely wife. And I know that you are doing everything, those 16 hours you're spending that time to ensure that they live in a world that's better, that they live in a world that's more peaceful, that they live in a world with more opportunities and that they have the opportunity to be to the fullest of their potential. And that's simply done by us realizing that we are the ones that we're waiting for. Lift As that book up again, because I like to see the, I love your title. We are the, the, the powerful. Let me see that book again, man. Let yes, me sir. see that book yes, again. Sir. You are powerful. And, and, are we powerful. Yeah. And, 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 and we don't say that just as a, as a moniker or a cliche, but I tell people this every day. And you mentioned the students, they love this. They get a kick out of this. I know. Uh, and, and, I, let, know let me, hold on a second, Cedric. I want to tell people this story, right. right? You know, like I say, a lot of us talk, right? And, 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 and some of us act. I just got a little message from, from Cedric say, hey, uh, there, there are some kids in an underserved neighborhood. They need to see male figures. Uh, can you go out there and do it? 
and you arrange to get a whole lot of bodies out there to be examples <laughs> to kids. And, uh, you know, and I, I remember um, it was a busy time when you asked me. Yes. And, you know, my wife was like, but Egberto, you have all this to do and that. And I said, you know what? Uh, Cedric said that he needed somebody out there and he needed somebody to be an example. And I would be damned if I'm not going to cut something else to go out wow. and do that. But what, what gets me wow. most, right, is you had, the, there, there were enough, when I saw people who you know out there, there were enough people who uh, know the work that you do in the community to know that they don't tell you no when it's time to go ahead and perform their, their duty out there. But wow. Cedric, we only have about four right. more minutes. So um, here's what I want to ask you. Yes, um, I need you to tell me your out. What What do you think about the um the upcoming election? Give Give us some advice. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Um, we cannot believe the polls. We cannot believe the hubris and the pious attitudes that this has already won. I won't go into it in depth because we have a short time brevity. But this statement was made by somebody who was very affiliated with the Republican Party, and they said this is war. And we have to win at all costs. What we saw today was war. We saw someone get into the Supreme Court to become a jurist. They'll be there for 40 to 50 years and they will decide our lives. This is serious and we can't play about it. And we can no longer think that, oh, they're going to win the national poll or he, Biden is trending seven. That's garbage. That's garbage. On November 3rd, people have to be there. You've had Greg Palace on your show. You've had others. They are doing everything they can to vote and suppress. They're burning ballot boxes. They're putting up fake ballot boxes. They're having guns and militias at the polls. This is a time for us to galvanize and come together and put aside our differences and coalesce around the fact that we have to keep our union together. We have to keep equality alive. We have to keep righteousness here. Otherwise, otherwise that dark, psychic, evil force that uh, Ms. Williams referred to, and it was so true, it will not only become more dangerous and exacerbated, but it will cause our young children to lose faith. And, 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 and this is something I say and I'll close that. Our children for the first time in their lives, they are afraid. They're afraid. They're not afraid of the boogeyman. They're afraid of their president, right? And they're afraid of the sycophants who are doing things that are so disastrous to this country that the fabric and the fiber of this nation is decimated. And for us to say that, we got to put aside our differences about our dislikes, about some of the, uh, the neoliberal and the capitalist things that uh, Joe has done. We got to push him on that. We, we got we to definitely make sure that he holds himself accountable uh, to a progressive agenda. And we got to hold Bernie accountable too. Don't just go along with them and don't just, you know, placate. No, we need the kind of uh, revolutionary spirit uh, that that's emanated in, in this work and other works like your book. People need to tap into it because this is not sitting on the sidelines. This is tag. You're in as as, uh, as Hartman says because it's going to take each and every person to get out there 
and do everything in their power to win this. Because if not, the same hubris and the same piety that people had in 2016 will cause Donald J. Trump to be, again, the president of the free world. And then you will see a change. And as uh, Pat Robinson, I'll clo close with this, Pat Robinson said, he said that in five years, uh, there'll be an asteroid that hits the world. I don't think it'll be an asteroid. <laughs> but I think that Donald Trump yes. will do everything he can in his power to destroy what we love so much and what we've given so much to and what's given so much to us. And it deserves that we protect it even with our lives. Cedric Keeler, activist, educator, radio host, media host, and author of You Are Powerful. You mind if I read one just real quick? Please I, I do, please up, do, please do. Too many let the chaos of the world change their smiles to frown and steal their joy. There comes a time in life when we must rise above all the drama and walk away from the people who created. Today, let us focus on being hopeful, successful, peaceful, accentuate the positive, eliminate the negative, refuse to waste time and energy blaming others for the things we know we can accomplish regardless of what we may face. We are far more productive when we face it, knowing we will conquer it by feeling ourselves that we are powerful and freeing ourselves from bitterness and all the nonsense, focusing on positive, productive and constructive solutions to solve our problems and uplift ourselves from darkness. You are powerful. Cedric Keeler, thank you so kindly for having been brother, on Politics Done Right. I appreciate you, dear brother. Thank you so much. That was Cedric. I love that guy. He's also at KPFT 90.1 FM uh, Houston with me. I always inspirational. Like I tell him, I learn a lot from all this, the, the, the messages that he gives out there. And um, Rudnan, I've been trying to get him to be in politics because he's, a, he's young like you are young, Rudnan. You need to be in politics too. He hasn't, he hasn't bit yet to be in politics. Anyhow, uh, thank you for those messages. I, look, I'm going to go about two minutes over because I did start a little bit late. But I wanted to talk about something that I saw Lee Grant write. Look, all I look, I love all you guys. I think all you guys are good folk. But Lee, you have to be careful with what you read and the things that you say because uh, I've heard you say a whole lot of things, and I've I know I, I I think I know where your mind is, and I think I know sometimes even what you're trying to say. But when when you pull them. When you, when you take this sort of messaging out of a lot of these white supremacist books, and I know which one you got this one out of, it's odd to accuse Americans as being anti-science. American Europeans, white people, and Western culture writ large have invented the modern world. As a reminder here, some of the accomplishments, Euclidean geometry, parabolic geometry, hyperbolic geometry, projective geometry, differential geometry, calculus, limits, continuity, differentiation, integration, physical chemistry, organic chemistry, bio chemistry classical mechanics that look here's what i want to tell you and, and you brought up some more the jet engine and all of that first of all no race listen to me good no race created science science was created by people researching and trying to come up with a particular need and just like we have used the uh, just like gunpowder came from china uh, you know, and other inventions came from the, the Egyptians and the pyramids. And, and if you go to the southern part of Africa, certain t technologies were, were thought out. I mean, look, 
the composite of human knowledge is human. Race is a figment of your imagination. And when you say white people invented this, I mean, even slaves that, did, that had marginal education, if any, invented stuff that then was taken and patented by others. Even if you go to a corporation right now, corporations have a lot of employees who invent. Hell, I've invented some stuff myself that I don't own the patent for. Okay? You have to be careful in the way you say things. Invention is not a racial thing. Invention, it usually comes from somebody who decides to go out and, you know, uh, there's a need or they fulfill it or there's a a curiosity and they fulfill it. And that is not race or or color-based. I don't even like to say race-based because there's no race. It's not the hue of your skin. Uh, Again, so please get that out of your nomenclature. Get that out of your head. And Brother Lee, Take never again. I don't care what anybody can post anything here. But in order for there to be a conversation, don't ever post something like that elsewhere. Because it makes you look who I know you aren't. Okay? Don't ever post something like that. Because you may look at it as, oh, the top line number. You know they always say that the the history is always spoken from the position of the victor. Always remember that. Folks, I got to get out of here. I'm sorry I didn't get enough of your, uh, your, your things talk, uh, spoken about. I had so much material and I didn't even give all the material. I just tried to push too much into this hour. I got to go. I have an interview with a conservative right now that I think I'm going to bring you sometime this week. Uh, so I'll, I'll go ahead and do that and we'll take it from there. Uh, I got to salute my people. Welcome, Tank28. Welcome, Curtis Jacobs, my brother-in-law. Welcome, Michael Rodney. Welcome, uh... Uh, Norman Rodnin, well, uh, Norman Reynolds, welcome, Rodnin, welcome. Let's see who else is here. Nanette Bird Smith, welcome. Lee Grant, uh, it's a oh god, it's a lot. Um, Bridge MCP. Uh, okay, I'm I'm keep I'm gonna miss a lot because I'm going fast. Hope Bleaker, how are you doing, girl? Uh, let's see, uh, let's see, para ver, para ver, para ver, Nanette Smithbird, I think I got you, um, Jacoby J, G, Tim Whites, Lee Grant, and, uh, if I miss you, forgive me, I gotta go, because I go, Bruce Pollard, welcome aboard, welcome aboard, uh, somebody said howdy, Nanette Smith said howdy, and all the rest, hey, if I, if I missed you, forgive me, you know that I love you, but I'll get to you, the next time. Anyhow, folks, my name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right. And you know how I end this baby. I am what? Out! We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to, trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join. 
I have PenFed, that's a fact. I have PenFed, that's a fact. My credit card purchases get me cash back. My credit card purchases get me cash back. No one else gets these rewards. Sergeant, that is just plain untrue. What in tarnation? Sir, PenFed's PowerCash Rewards Card isn't just for military members. Anyone can get cash back on all purchases. Ah, friggins! You've ruined my favorite song. PenFed Credit Union. Visit PenFed.org slash PowerCash. To receive any advertised product, you must become a member of PenFed, insured by NCUA. When your entire life is online, you need more than just speed from your internet. Xfinity gives you reliable in-home Wi-Fi coverage, plus protection from Wi-Fi network threats. Check out our amazing offers on Xfinity Internet. You'll get fast speed and Wi-Fi coverage you can count on. Plus, get advanced security free with the XFi Gateway, so you can keep the connected devices in your home protected from network threats. Just log in and activate through the Xfinity app. Go online, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today to learn more. Restrictions apply. 